fucking cameras. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I feel important right now. You know, like I'm doing something. Like I'm doing. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Split Decision Podcast. We have a very um, special episode today because I am joined by my co-host, as always, PJ Katona. PJ, how you doing today? Doing good. Feeling good today. I um, actually just got my voice fully back today. That's what we're talking it's Saturday, about. Saturday, the uh, our Hoosiers had a massive dub against the uh, toilet makers of Purdue. Poop <laughs> do. And uh, yeah, my voice is back, so that's good. I'm feeling good. How about you, buddy? I'm feeling nice and nice and good. Great to be back today. Big event coming up this weekend. And so big that we couldn't just me and you couldn't do it justice, ah. which is why I had to get my other good friend, another another Paul on the podcast <laughs> for today, Paul Zekman, correct? Yes, That's absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I just met Paul actually right before the podcast. He said, uh, "What are you doing today?" And I said, I'm gonna, "No, I'm just kidding." <laughs> uh, Paul's a good, uh, he's a coworker of mine, ain't that right, Paul? Yeah, it's absolutely at the SRC. How how far back we we going now? What is that? Almost a month? Well, yeah, maybe a month. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, you know, I, I remember me and Paul were, he's the reason why, he's actually the reason I have five disciplinary points at the SRC. No chance, yeah. no chance. <laughs> because um, we talked for like an hour about, basically, uh, I don't know, a lot of nonsense, but then it eventually circled to the UFC. Yeah. And I'd even tell you, I didn't reveal, the big reveal did not come that day about my podcast, you know, number one podcast on iOS TV. I said, I don't want him to like me for the fame. I'm going to let him. I think it was like the next week, right? Yeah, it really wasn't that early. I was surprised. Like, I think we had talked about fighting a little yeah. bit, but I was kind of just thought that you were into it, not crazy into it. And then you brought that up, and my my eyes like lighting up. <laughs> I was like, "That's sick." Yeah, you know, we're. Uh, it's big, always like it's always cool to like see a fellow UFC yeah, fan or just like talk to somebody. You like don't think I don't know. At least for me, like when you talk about sports, you know, people yeah. don't, first thing you don't talk about is the UFC. Yeah, exactly, at least. and even when like people do talk about it it's like they know the bigger fighters but you know paul's a well-educated man (laughs) well-educated man does a little bit of boxing in your free time ain't that right yeah you know i got i got some gloves here and some mitts and that's always fun but i people always are like oh like are you good at it i'm like i don't think so i just enjoy (laughs) it yeah i feel that um i think we're gonna get a scrap on this weekend isn't that right you've been calling for it for sure (laughs) you're gonna make you're gonna make weight roman's (laughs) gonna cut down to 155 and we're gonna gonna get it on I mean, I'll probably need about three months and like I don't know, a couple surgeries to make 155, but we'll see if we get there. But uh, yeah, um, good vibes to start off today's podcast. Um, and I guess we'll start by recapping what went on last weekend. PJ, how would you describe last weekend's event overall? I mean, to be honest, I only I only tuned I only tuned in to watch my guy Derek Lewis, mm-hmm. and yeah, for, if you watch that, <laughs> based on that, very upsetting for me. Yeah. But, um, it seemed like there was a couple um, noteworthy performances, though. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I watched the highlights, but uh, yeah. Do you watch uh, anything? Mm-hmm. I would be a liar if I said I watched even a single second of this card. I'm not going to lie. I don't know what I was doing, but all I know is better than watching Lewis versus Spivak, especially after I saw how it ended. Uh, I predicted Derek Lewis. I thought Apex Lewis was going to show up, show out, and uh, that's just not what happened. Sergey stuck to the script, being the younger man, the big favorite. Um, coming off a couple wins and was able to submit um, Derek Lewis with a head and arm triangle choke. Uh, what about midway through the first? I believe? Yeah, three yeah. minutes. I think three minutes in. Yep. Um, anything you saw out of that that you liked, Paul? Well, I promised my friend there was going to be a knockout, uh, and he witnessed one of the most boring fights I've <laughs> ever seen, so I felt bad. Uh, but it was, yeah, I stayed up till yeah. three, didn't really do much before that, saw that the fight was on, turned it on, and turned it off pretty yeah, quick. Yeah, pretty much. Derek Lewis actually landed zero, mm. z- zero strikes, sadly. Wow. Yeah, it's so sad. But I bet you if you would have landed one, though. That, well, the thing about him is all it takes <laughs> is <laughs> So, yeah, if we're going off of hypotheticals, my pick was basically <laughs> correct. Basically got it right. Yeah. Um, if I if you held a gun to my set head and told me I have to talk about anything else on this card, I guess I'd bring up Anshul Jubilee, the Indian fighter who fought at 155 pounds against Jacob Saragi in the finals of their uh, Road to the UFC um, tournament that they were doing. Uh, Anshul Jubilee will become the first Indian fighter to fight under the UFC banner after securing his contract with his KO in the second round. Um, so, you guys excited about that? Indi- Indians, <laughs> Indians invading the UFC? That should be pretty cool. To be that's, that's cool to hear. But also, um, 
There's another fight in that little like contender sings in contender or whatever that was. I don't even know tournament ish. It's called Road to the UFC. Road to the UFC thing. Uh, Rinya Nakamura actually he had like a thirty second uh, yeah, knockout, yeah. and um, I just saw the highlight. I mean, I guess I saw the whole thirty yeah. seconds of it. <laughs> I guess it wasn't a highlight, but yeah, it was pretty noteworthy knockout. Um, yeah, but besides that, those two fights, I really don't think anything yeah. else is super noteworthy. It's um, yeah, um, pretty disappointing, honestly, the way this card was stacked up. Although, um, I think they really—it uh, was supposed to be Chikadze versus the Korean Zombie in South Korea. That would have really added to the atmosphere, yeah. Especially with all the Asian fighters on the card. So, I guess they kind of just missed out on that. It's unfortunate. Um, but what do you guys think? What do you think Derek Lewis goes from here? Coming off three three losses in a row now. He was ranked seven, so I would probably think he's going to fall out of the top ten after he's, that. He is number ten. Oh, he's number ten now? Yeah. Yeah. This guy's always on top. Yeah, he knows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, he's got to just be a gatekeeper, right? Because yeah. even when Dana White was talking, he was like, because uh, they asked that question in the yeah. press conference, like, you know, I love Derek Lewis, so he's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even when he cut all that weight and, yeah. you know, everybody was hyped for it, to put up that performance, yeah. where, you, who yeah. does he fight? He's not going up yeah. anymore, I can't imagine. No, I don't think you can find anybody ahead of him at this point. No. Like, he's not going to fight. Like, the lowest-ranked guy he could fight would be Rosenstrike, who's in front of him, but Rosenstrike's coming off a win. I don't... There's no... And there's obviously there's still an inherent risk in fighting Derek Lewis. Like you can always still get knocked out by him. But if I'm a guy in the top nine, I'm not gonna fight down to fight yeah, Derek no, Lewis. Yeah. No. He's still a scary fight. Yeah. I mean it might be you know, it might seem easy, yeah. but yeah, it's still scary. The thing about the heavyweight division is though once you get outside of the top ten, you really don't you know, mm-hmm. there's no more big names exactly. to be honest. Like so. literally this whole list of ten right here, I mean, arguably all of them could be contenders, but after that, you know, it's tough yeah. to get some names, and considering, you know, Derek's lost, what, three in a row? Re- what, yeah. Is it three in a row? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. Tough to see, but... Uh, he should just go box, honestly, so they can't take him down. That's honestly a good point. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the route that he ends up going. Um, but how about for Sergey Spivak? Because I know we're all just huge fans of the polar bear. <laughs> any, any, any thoughts on what we can do with him? Um, I mean... Like you said, I mean, Rosenstrike just came off a win. I mean, I think that'd be a good one. That could be okay. Aspinall's still hurt. I mean, is Volkov? Volkov's not scheduled, is he? I don't think. I don't think so. He's coming off a win as well. Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe one of those two. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe uh, Tuivasa as well. I mean, he doesn't have a he doesn't have a fight. Mm. He's lost what? How many's Ty two, lost? Just two. two? Just two. two. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, <clears throat> he's five and he should have be eight. gone. Honestly, no, he shouldn't have. <laughs> I think he should. No, I don't know. Uh, heavyweight division, really, when you think about it, there's always only three serious contenders, I think, in, right now. Like, do I really see a Spivak, a Rosenstrike, a Volkov, even, like, necessarily an Aspinall at this point? Do I see him getting a title? Not to mention John Jones is entering the division. That's what I'm saying. So, really, it's like you look at the top divisions. John Jones, gone, Miocic's. I think they're going to Pavlovich keep as well. I think Pavlovich, he's really good. yeah, they're going to keep that division tied up for the next two, two yeah. years. So um, I don't know. Uh, in the meantime, all these other guys, all they can do is keep getting wins, make a name for themselves. So then, when the opportunity shows up, they are there to answer the call. But uh, yeah, we'll move on from what was that? USC Vegas sixty-eight. Eight, yeah. yeah. And we will talk about some news. Um, PJ, what do we have on the slates for this week? Slate, couple of matchups and news. Um, so first, I guess I'll start off with boxing. That's the first thing on my list. Um, they're targeting uh, Tyson Fury versus I don't even. I'm not. Ale- how do you say it? Alexa- 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 how do you say his last name? Usyk. Just Usyk. That's yeah. all it is. Yeah. So they're they're targeting that for April 29th. Um, I wrote that down like. I think on Thursday, so like the day after we recorded last week. So I'm not sure if that's still mm-hmm. like up to date, but yeah, um, they're targeting that. But then also after that news came out, and Ganu said he would love to do the little oh, yeah. Fury proposal of you know, what was it, MMA gloves MMA in a in a, in a cage with Mike Tyson being the ref and yeah. all that good stuff. Boxing, so yeah. not exactly clear what Fury's up to next, but it looks really like know. looks like he'll be fighting soon. I think I think they're gonna go. I would I you know. Eddie Hearn, who's a box, big boxing promoter who works with Zone, which is a big boxing promotion, he said he had discussions with Francis Ngannou not too long ago about the potential, him potentially fighting against an Anthony Joshua, um, which I think would be a better fight for Ngannou. Uh, even Eddie Hearn agreed as well. I just think yeah. if he fought Tyson, 
I think Tyson could just touch my. I think he just piece him up, yeah. honestly. But yeah. he fights like an Anthony Joshua who doesn't have the best IQ himself. Yeah. Not to downplay what Francis can do because we've never seen him in a boxing ring, but I'd imagine he will have he won't be as well equipped as some of these other boxers are. Um, I don't know another number of ways he can go. He's a free agent now, so that's a good thing. What about you, Paul? You did, any any thoughts on where you think Ngannou should go? Should he go Anthony Joshua, Tyson Fury? Uh, what would you like to see? I just don't think he has the cardio to box with yeah, those guys. That's another I don't, element. Yeah. I don't think that he can stand with them. Um, I really don't know. Um, somewhere he's going to get paid. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think paid and yeah. appreciated is what he wants to be. Yeah. 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 So. Um, yeah, that's my thoughts. I on mean, that. that was Hawani's point as well. He was like, "Well, a lot of people were saying when he decided to leave that that's a terrible decision, but." When you think about it, he's going to get at least one ginormous payday. You get paid so much money in boxing. Um, so, And they were offering him, what, three fights, eight mil? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, he'll make 10 mil probably easy in his one fight. Yeah. If that's I mean, if he, he fights one of those, yeah. one of, I mean, if he fights Fury, Wilder, or Joshua, yeah, yeah he'll make yeah, easy. easily $10 million. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens with him. Uh, always a big question mark. I agree. Um, heading back to uh, actually, I guess we'll stay on the topic of boxing. Actually, they re- they released the um, Game Bread uh, Four boxing card, and there's actually some pretty pretty notable <laughs> names on my, the card. Some really just rant like them. Just yeah, my dad requested that we talk about the main, <laughs> the main event for a little bit because he, we love yeah. joking about Roy Jones Jr. So I mean, yeah, we have a. Uh, um, Pearl Gonzalez versus Gina Mazzani. I don't really know anything about those two. Two former you know. UFC fighters. That's all I know. Okay. Then we have Paul Daly versus Anthony Taylor. I like that one. We have Vitor Belfort versus Jacare Souza, which mm-hmm. that one should be another. That should be a good fight. Then we have former featherweight champion in the UFC, uh, Jose Aldo versus Jeremy Stevens, mm-hmm. which we already saw in the okay. UFC. That was a pretty. It was a pretty quick fight in the UFC yeah. for Jose. And then, like we said, main event. Primetime Anthony Pettis versus Roy <laughs> Jones Jr. <laughs> just the most random. That actually might be the most random fight in the I, history of the world. It, like actually, I did not even like. I didn't know what I was looking at when I saw Isn't, it. My doesn't phone. Roy Jones fight at like one? That's I'm looking Jones, up the weight class. Like one ninety. Yeah. Isn't yeah, he like John Jones? Or no, <laughs> said John Jones. Roy Jones used to fight at uh, like light heavyweight. Yes, light heavyweight and like cruiserweight basically, like around like the one seventy five to one ninety mark. Okay, he had a fight at heavyweight as well. Um... And Interesting. What <laughs> Pettis has been at 170, 155 most yeah. of his career. I think, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's one and four in his last five, though. So uh, honestly, this was probably a good route for him to go. Easy paycheck, I guess. Yeah, I was gonna say. But still, just the most random thing ever. I mean, is is this anything you could have possibly expected? No, I'm also yeah. confused about Jeremy Stevens versus Jose Aldo because they did fight towards oh, yeah. the latter end of Jose's career. Yeah, Jose beat him. That, yeah, that also in the first round. Yeah, yeah like, the the whole card feels a little bit. It's it is. Uh, they definitely got. I will say, I'll give credit to George, even though you know it's hard to give him credit sometimes. <laughs> he did a good job at putting a, a card from top to bottom that was. Oh, yeah. that was pretty I good. Because as he pointed out, I was listening to his interview yesterday on the MMA Hour, which I just listen to all the time. Apparently, um, he was saying that a problem with a lot of these boxing cards is that they're really top heavy. Like it's really just like the main event yeah. and the co-main sometimes that you come for. He did a good job at making sure that at least you had names that you knew through what was it the four or five fights that he announced. Yeah, five. But yeah, there are some matches matchups on here. I'm like, do I really need to see this matchup? <laughs> I don't know, but it'll be interesting to see, like a Jeremy Stevens versus Jose. If I already saw that in the octagon, which is their two best, the sports that they're best at. Why do I need to see that in a boxing ring? But I don't know. I think Jose is the better boxer of the two. So well, I mean, clear. I mean, yeah, he pieced him up pretty badly in the octagon. Yeah. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. As for uh, Anthony Pettis, Roy Jones, you guys got an early prediction for that because that's really weird to think about. I don't even know how isn't Roy Jones like how old is he? He has to be at least fifty four. He this fought point. Mike Tyson yeah. like in his last fight. I know. Um, so he's got to be at least fifty. And primetime Pettis can't a, be older than what. He, 30, he can't 36, be, 37 I mean, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. he can't yeah, be older. George like, Jones, 54, born in 1969, Pensacola, Florida. <laughs> Pettis is, can I get an age? 36, yeah. So, I mean, so it, what, 18 eight, years. I mean, with that case, I'm just going to, I think the younger, I just, mm. I give you the edge to the to. younger guy. They're all, it Here's says. Here's the question, though. Would you rather get in the ring 
with Mike Tyson, oh. with a 50-year-old Mike Tyson, no. or a 36-year-old Anthony Bettis. Anthony Bettis. Yeah. yeah. I was Anthony Bettis. Yes. So at least there's, you can say there's, rel- I mean, there's less danger, I think. He's going to be the bigger guy, natural. Nat- he's been carrying around more yeah. weight re- as of recently than Anthony Pettis. More skilled boxer, but it's more skilled boxer when he was a little bit younger. So yeah, I don't know. I, actually, when I think about it for a little bit longer, it's, it's a little bit more of a closer fight than I think. I think it will be because, I mean, obviously, like we said, Pettis is going to be the lighter guy, but he's going to be a lot quicker, yeah. and he's a lot younger. But, like, Jones, more experienced yeah. in the ring, obviously. But, he, like we said, also the older guy. So, yeah, I, I don't even know yeah. what I'm going to predict. Here's a fun fact for you. The term pound for pound, which we like to throw around so often, <clears throat> they made that term up for Roy Jones because that's how that's how good he was back in the day. Really? Because it was always widely considered that whoever was the champion at heavyweight was just the best boxer in the world, best yeah. fighter in the world. But then... A man named Roy Jones came around and started mauling and murdering people pretty easily. And they were like, well, pound for pound, this guy's probably the best. And uh, from that day on, we just keep it in our vernacular, I guess. Well, yeah, that should be – that is April 1 in Milwaukee. And all the fights are six rounds except for the main event, um, Pettis versus Jones Jr. So, yeah. I'll probably – can't wait to actually tune into that. Yeah, actually. that's actually so crazy. You know, I don't like George, but good job by George. Uh, there, I, not gonna I, lie. I told Lasai, I said, "There's no reason I should say in my lifetime I've watched Roy Jones fight twice live." Yeah, that is, <laughs> that is crazy to think about. His best days were in the night. He was he was the '90s boxer of the decade. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's that's wild to think about. <laughs> and now it's 2023. Yeah. Well, yeah, interesting. That will be. Um, but yeah, moving on from that, I think everything else they have is now. MMA related. Um, Charles Jordan um, announced that he has an opponent, but has not announced it yet. I was hoping by the time you know yeah. this, it was Wednesday, he would have announced his opponent. So he'll be announcing soon. Weirdo. Um, due to um, Aljamain Sterling's uh, injury, now they're targeting Sterling versus Cejudo for UFC 288, which will be in May. Um, and then Aljamain Sterling said, no matter what, after that, he's going to move up to 145. I, I'm. Just done with that guy. Who? Sterling? Just always hurt, man. What, do you like Sterling? Because PJ's, PJ's not a fan, but he respects him, right, PJ? I actually, you know, I the fact that he was so counted out by people just like you that hate him, the fact that he oh, beat Piotr Jan, I mean, beat Piotr Jan. What do you think? Well, that's exactly what I was saying. I was a oh, Sterling geez. fan for the Yawn fight because everybody was on Sterling's butt. Like, he's got no chance, he's got no uh, chance. If and you, yeah. I mean, whether you think he won or not, because I know it was close. Yeah. I mean, everybody thought he was going to get mauled, and he didn't get mauled. That's what I'm saying. He literally uh, beat Purion. Well, Dude, you I, like Hamza. I, I, I don't for, know why you're talking about I'm forgetting I'm on the Sterling hour right now. Uh, but <laughs> No, I'm not. What's I'm wrong with liking Hamza? You, that guy's a rat. Oh, my God. That guy's a rat. All right. Anyways, before we go on a tangent. But can um, you agree that that's annoying, though? The, I'm not saying the it's most, not annoying. In the most stacked division in the UFC. But how do you not, dude? Literally, everybody in the world was like, "He's gonna get mauled by Piotr Jan." Yeah, including me. <laughs> and you were dead wrong, yeah. and he proved everybody in the world dead wrong. Um, yeah. But right. Like it doesn't matter. He lost that fight. Well, no, he didn't. I have a quick question. I, what is this? this O'Malley just waited out because if I'm O'Malley, I don't want to fight yeah, somebody no. before no, my title he already, shot. He already uh, said he's fighting for the title next, whether it's okay. the inter- interim or. Against, oh, I, I guess at this point, if Sterling wins, it's going to be for the in, interim or because the vacant, I, the vacant, yeah. vacant or yeah. yeah. But if Cejudo wins, I guess it'll be for the undisputed gold. So yeah. Well, as predicted last week, Cejudo's holding on, holding on to that belt. So. Oh boy. <laughs> I can get right. behind that. Um, yeah. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that little twerp. <laughs> but um, yeah. Anyways, moving on from that, we got uh. In the PFL, it's unofficial, but they have uh, Mr. Tiago Santos, former title challenger, and um, Rob Wilkinson are supposed to go at it mm-hmm. April 1st in Las Vegas. And they that, like, released, and then I heard it was not official at all, and none of the fighters had agreed oh, to yeah. it yet. Did you see that? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I just have it. I had it they written announced, down for a yeah, while PFL ago. announced all those fights without notifying it. Any, like, no contracts were sent out. Yeah, but that would be an interesting fight, though. I mean, I Sandoz, the former challenger, he gave John Jones a really close fight with a, uh, I believe it was a torn ACL. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. And then yeah. Rob Wilkinson, um, he fought Adesanya, I believe, in, like, Adesanya's debut. So, two solid guys there. And then, um, 
what else we got on the list here? We got Shane Burgos is also he's fighting. Like that yeah, who's the guy he's fighting? He's Oliver Aubin Mercier. He's pretty good. I've seen him fight before. Mercier fought in the UFC. Yeah. He has a submission win over Drew Dober, yeah. and then he lost to Saruki and Ann Gilbert Burns. So yeah, that's not those two are, worst losses in the world. Those are good names yeah. now. Yeah, so that should be interesting. I think it's PFL. He won their tournament too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Okay. And then we have um Cheeto versus Corey Sanhagen got rescheduled to the uh, main event of UFC San Antonio March 25th. Mm-hmm. I know you're a big uh, you're a big Cheeto guy. Big Cheeto guy. I like Cheeto, but I grew up on I, Cheetos. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> I know you like Cheeto. I also like Corey Sanhagen. I'm very excited for that fight. I, I'm glad that UFC San. I, I'm glad that that fight's not taking place at the Apex. It yeah, did yeah. not deserve to. Yeah, I mean, I think it'd be a, I think yeah. it'd be a quick fight if that was the case because yeah. those guys are both. But they're gonna have oh my god that crowd's gonna be electric and they're yeah. in San Antonio yeah. they're gonna have a big Hispanic crowd. Um, we got Talia Santos and Aaron Blankfield. They also got moved to the main event of UFC Vegas sixty nine. So that's now a five yeah. round uh, fight. I'm actually I like I was saying I don't mind that. I'm actually uh, interested yeah. in that fight because yeah. Blankfield looks she yeah. looks really good. But she's going up a lot. Yeah. Talia Santos could arguably be the flyweight champion right mm-hmm. now. So I think that should be a really good it, fight. It's uh, similar. It's like a Kamzat Burns-esque fight, honestly. It is. I mean, Ta- Talia is number one, um, and Blankfield's only number 10. Yeah. So, yeah, I think winner of that, I would assume, gets yeah. the next shot. Mm-hmm. I mean, if not, they're one fight away. Um, the UFC is allegedly working on Bilal versus Colby. Your uh, your 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 future yeah, champion Bilal. We need that done by the summer so then we can get that fight and by the my end. My guy, <laughs> my guy Colby. Yes. Um. Yeah. That I really hope that fight happens because I I think they're the two most similar fighters yeah. in the in in welterweight. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting. I I don't know. You 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 Colby guy or your Bilal guy? I'm mostly a Colby guy, but I I would go with Bilal if that's the fight. Yeah. I just I. Big boy. Yeah. And I that would be interesting. I'm, I yeah. think his striking's just better yeah. than Colby's is. Hey, he looks real good versus he Sean did. Brady. Yeah. He's the best he's looked, ever looked. Sean Brady is not someone that I can t- consider like a good striker. That's that's also he, true. He was absolutely outclassed, yeah. though. So it, yeah. there is a, yeah, yeah. there is Bilal a. Bilal looked way better than I thought he was yeah. ever going to look. Yeah. At least on the feet. I, I mean, thought, the whole fight was on the I feet, thought Brady I was going to wipe him out. I'm not, I remember going into that fight. I also, I, I don't know if he's going to wipe him. I just, I, I thought Brady was, yeah. I thought his confidence was at an all time level. At an yeah. all-time high, and I, I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, we got to remember the name now. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that should be an interesting fight. Hopefully, that fight happens. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, moving on now that Cody Garbrandt, who we love to talk about, has his new opponent, <laughs> Trevin Jones at UFC 285. Yeah. Um, what were you saying about? You said something about Cody before this. What did you say? I said he put out a post on Instagram. Him and his sparring partner. And <laughs> sparring partner didn't have a scratch on him, and then oh. Cody had maybe five bruises on his face. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? You can't hate Cody though, because you know who he's training with, right? Ooh. He's training with Hamzat. He's he's no been with, way. Yeah, he's been he's, training with. Oh, him. I can't believe you don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unbelievable. unbelievable. Where have you seen that? Um, he, was he, at ti- he was at Tiger Muay Thai. No, he, yeah, he posted on Instagram a while back ago. It was just him and a bunch of other guys, and Hamzat was in the photo. Great. Can't wait for Cody to have the classic <laughs> rat, rat beard. <laughs> well, he's been rocking that beard. Yeah, I'm looking at photos. No, but trying to cushion that. He's gonna like dye it like black so he can look like Makachev and. Chamaya. Shave the head. Oh, that would be wow. <laughs> Imagine Cody shoots for a double leg oh, right away. <laughs> Who did he try to wrestle? Was it Rob Font? Didn't he? Yeah, or something yeah. Like that? I watched that uh, fight the other day. Him he, versus Rob Font. He was desperately diving yeah. his legs. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But uh, yeah, I hope Cody uh, No Chin can get himself a uh, a, a I victory. Know. I hope so, man. Uh, I mean, it's short notice, man. He can't lose, right? I you would think. You'd I hope think. not. I really hope not. Yeah, You'd please think. knock on wood. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, moving on. A banger right here, actually. The Leech versus Michael Chiesa at uh, UFC mm-hmm. 287 April 8th. I think that could be a, like a sleeper yeah. fight of the night type uh, type deal. The Leech, obviously, one of the, I think, I think now he's a fan favorite, I, w- yeah. I, I would say. I mean, the suit, man. The suit's crazy. Yeah, he's got, he's got some, uh, he's got some swag for sure. And Chiesa, obviously, he's been around for a little bit now. He hasn't fought in quite a minute. Yeah. I want to say, like, since 20, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. November 2021, he lost to Sean Brady. Um, and then in August, he lost to, uh, Luke yeah. as well. So, yeah, he's coming off a two fight losing streak, looking to turn it around. I think that could be a really good fight, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. As I'll well. definitely be rooting for the leech. Mm, yeah, me too. Just because he yeah. still got robbed of the not showcasing his suit. Oh, because yeah. Because of uh, you know, because <laughs> that because yeah. that one rat decided to 
think well, he's a gangster. Yeah, sorry, they were coming at him like there was like t- there was like twenty guys and it was just him, dude. Sorry, Holland decided to open his mouth. Holland's so funny. Holland he, is he, hilarious. He knew he was gonna lose going to that fight. Remember when Joe Rogan was like, "Is this a better fight for you?" He was like, "Hell no, <laughs> no, that was no, funny. absolutely not." That was funny. Yeah, but, uh, Leech needs a win though after getting Rod versus D Rod, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else do I have here? I have. They just announced us like yesterday, Brad Tavares versus uh, Bruno Silva. Brad Tavares, a uh, Australian, mm-hmm. not on this card. Though, I think I've watched. Yeah, I've watched him fight before. He's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, he's he's solid. Then we have um, what else do I have here before I talk about the main? Oh yeah, then we have Kevin Lee who re-signed mm-hmm. with the UFC. I mean, Kevin Lee's obviously a former title challenger against uh, El Kukui, Tony Ferguson. He lost. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Kevin Lee is a. Uh, he was at least a great fighter. I haven't seen him fight in a while, obviously. No. He's got wins over Barboza, Michael Chiesa, um, Gregor Gillespie, and then obviously he's lost to Tony Ferguson, Charles Oliveira, RDA, and Ali Aquinta. So, you know, he has some losses in the UFC. He lost but to D-Rod as well. I didn't yeah, even know I saw that. that. That was like his second to last fight in the yeah. UFC, I think. But, yeah, he... He's got some losses, but they're all pretty big names. So yeah. I'm excited to see him come back. There's rumors, I guess, now that we're talking about it. So obviously, um, they, the UFC finally announced <laughs> that McGregor will be returning um, against Michael Chandler, and they mm. will be coaching head-to-head in the, the Ultimate Fighter Season 31. Um, and, yeah, they they just came out with a thing saying that the Ultimate Fighter is going to consist of men's bantamweights and um, lightweights. And they were saying that it might be, it's going to be like half um, former UFC veterans who got cut mm-hmm. and then half prospects. So mm-hmm. there's been rumors that Kevin Lee might be on wow. the Ultimate Fighter, yeah. which oh. would be interesting. Perhaps, but I also did see that. I think he's going to return at 170. So, did he? Uh, did yeah. he? Okay. That was yeah. just rumors, so yeah. I'm not saying that that was official, yeah. but um, it would be cool regardless. <laughs> yeah, it would be cool. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure... There'll be some names that return that'll shock me. But yeah, um, and we obviously have, I don't know when they haven't announced a date, Chandler versus McGregor at uh, 170 pounds. We have been waiting so long for this, obviously. Is 170 confirmed? Is that yeah, confirmed? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, that's confirmed. But um, yeah, I don't even know. We could talk I about, know. I mean. I don't know. I'm not going to give a. Is any, this the fight? Is this the fight that we wanted for Connor, you think? I mean, I yeah. mean it's, we did predict it. On it's the, the fight uh, that the people wanted. Yeah. I've wanted for such a long time. Chandler's wanted it himself. McGregor said um, the night after he uh, the uh, second fight versus Dustin, he said, I don't know if it was before or after, but someone asked him about Chandler, and he said he could definitely see himself mm-hmm. fighting Mike Chandler at some point. So now we're about a year, what is that, about a year and a half, two years later, we are here. But I'm assuming they're not going to fight because they're the ultimate fighter, I think, goes – May 30th to August 15th. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming they're obviously not going to fight till after that. So I would assume McGregor's going to fight September-ish, yeah, I saw October. Some tweets early September. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I, I think I saw. so. I would, yeah. Yeah. I think they're going to start filming what? Probably by the end of the month, early next month. Yeah, they're, I, I think Dana said they're going to fly. I mean, they're doing it. Like, it's starting really, really yeah. soon. Yeah. Chandler, I think, in his last with Ariel, was saying that he was flying out ah, or whatever he needed yeah. to do in the next couple of days. Yeah. yeah. So then what? Six months of USADA testing and then another couple of weeks of training and building yeah. building it up. My guess is like mid-September to early October. Because I, I don't know if he's in the, po- the pool yet for testing. No. Um well, just why does he have to be in the pool, man? <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they, there's a lot of people saying that the UFC wanted McGregor to coach on the Ultimate Fighter while he was doing the, so he could build the fight uh, without yeah. actually because he does, he can't do anything else really. Yeah. So um, he can spend the six months that he's in the testing pool still. You know, first he does the Ultimate yeah. Fighter, then they release yeah. it, so they can build the fight up that way. Um, I think it's pretty smart, honestly. Yeah, no, yeah. that's smart. It is yeah. smart. It's that, smart. I don't think they need to do too much promoting of yeah. a McGregor fight, but that is that that It'll obviously helps. Help. I mean, Chandler's saying he was on the Hawani show, and Hawani asked him if he could do two million buys. They said he, he thinks they can do five million. I think I think he five said he million. was kidding. I think yeah. he, he said it, but then he started laughing. Yeah, but yeah, five who knows though? I mean, this is. You think two million buys easy? I mean, everyone. I I mean, I think Chandler's. A fan favorite, yeah. one of the most electrifying fighters, yeah. not only in the lightweight, but in just the entire UFC. And then obviously. Because did Poirier McGregor three, that broke two million, didn't it? I think. I think either did. 
it either it did or it's like right under. Yeah, it's like one point eight I'll, or I'll something look like that. But uh, yeah, no, I think it could definitely do two million. I mean, mm-hmm. it makes sense. Connor hasn't fought. He's gonna. It's gonna be about or almost two years since he fought when they get that fight going. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Now I know. Last week we said that if he were to fight Tony Ferguson and win, that you weren't too sure if he could get a title shot out mm-hmm. off of that. Now that he's fighting Michael Chandler, someone who's still two and three in the yeah. last five, yep. do you still think he could get a title shot off, out, it, off of a win? But where, at what weight class? Though, is he? In, I mean, it's like he's number five in lightweight. Chandler is, yeah. and I mean, yeah, I mean, maybe, I mean, honestly, if you're a Conor McGregor, I think you can almost pick and choose at that point. Yeah, I still think if. Um, if Leon Edwards beats mm-hmm. Usman, which I don't know if I see that happening, but just just say that happens. Leon said if Connor gets a good win at welterweight, he would give him a shot for sure. So mm-hmm. yeah, and that's kind of what I was. That's like the most realistic path, right? Because I feel like every not everybody, but there is there is a there's a belief if he beats Chandler that he can beat Edwards. You know, yeah. there, I, I think I mean I think out of anyone in this top five right here, I think Leon is the most beatable guy. Yeah. I mean, he's probably not going to—I mean, he would get wrestled by Usman, Covington, Chimaev. Mm-hmm. You think Chimaev would out-wrestle Ma- him? <laughs> <laughs> Muhammad and Burns. Like, all five of those guys have are very well-rounded. I just don't see it. I think his best odds are against Leon. Yeah, Yeah. honestly. Just give him well, a straight title shot. It, I do want to say, and obviously he's a lot older, but there is a version of—not Mac, uh, McConnor, McGregor— mm-hmm. Whose distance management and movement is yeah. second to none, and yeah. if, if that's the McGregor that shows up, I feel like he can, you know, beat at least some of those guys. Not, yeah. not Usman, not Hamzat, but yeah. if you can't touch him, you can't beat him. That's that's yeah. very true. I mean, no, he needs he needs con. some favorable matchups. Let's just be let's yeah. just be honest at this point. Yeah. Even as fans, <laughs> he needs a couple favorable matchups. I, I could see it. Like, also, I could see him beating Chandler and then maybe he fights you know maybe he fights like Wonder Boy or something Ooh. and then and then if he wins that <laughs> if he gets two wins in a row against two big names I think you know striking then matchup, you got I think then you give it to a him. striking yeah. matchup versus Wonder Boy would be extremely interesting yeah but it's better. I mean it's, it better, is, than it's better than any of those five guys yeah, it's definitely better It'd be a real exciting fight that's for sure yeah yeah um I don't know man I I, I honestly think I honestly think it's just one fight. I think it's one fight and a title fight for for Connor. I think I, that's all. But you, you think need. like just say Usman's the champion? Do you still think you think Usman would would give it to him? I I, I don't know. I he might because they're not going to do if Usman wins. They're not going to have him fight Leon again. No, that, but, that's done. I guess and they probably Colby needs but to fight. I, I saw today that Hamzat is saying that he might that they just might have him wait for the winner of Leon and Usman. Yeah, I don't know what there. he's doing. They said that. Or he's gonna fight Robert Whitaker. So oh yeah, I re- I he's just bounce. He just I don't know. I guess he just picks and chooses. For, Con- like, for Connor's sake, let's let, let, let's get your boy out of there. Let's, <laughs> let's, him, let's let him fight Whitaker. No. That would be a great. That would still be a sick fight. Oh, I think. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. It's the notorious. Yeah. You never know with him. That's we'll see. A, but that's what keeps him exciting is you just never know what you he's never know what he's gonna do. Yeah. I'm just. Like, I'm just. You see his apple. You see his. Oh apple. my gosh! The whole commercial. <laughs> he's got the all black. That was so. He funny. is such a ge- like marketing genius. He is. Yeah. He is so good at he's it. He's like he's so good at like being serious when he has to, but then just being. An I know. Idiot. Mm-hmm. But like when he brought out like the whole when he like said like um, bringing out my inner Steve Jobs. I'm like, I'm yeah. Like, what the hell is he talking? Like, what is he possibly gonna do? That was good. That was genius. That's I'm gonna have to try that stuff. Uh, oh yeah, proper twelve uh, Irish apple. apple whiskey. We'll see how that is. Yeah, well, last time I had that whiskey, didn't treat me too nicely, but yeah. it'll see. Well, we'll see. The notorious is. We'll be back in 2023. Finally, we've been waiting. I hope the podcast is back on for that. If not, I'm. I'll. I don't know. I'll film it somehow. Yeah. Uh, we'll be we'll be back. We'll Come on, back. kind of question was that? You guys just doing live reactions from your living rooms? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think I don't think that'd be appropriate for. Uh, oh no! For our no. But um, we'll, yeah, we'll be, we won't be in a good headspace before. <laughs> yeah, before we can go on for another hour and a half, let's just get on to the upcoming events. Well, uh, can I just get a quick honestly? No, you guys think Connor? Be- just kidding. You think well, Connor? You think Connor has a good good chance? Chandler? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, Poirier said it himself. They asked Poirier, uh, who's obviously, um, he's defeated these two guys in his last, no. what, three fights? No. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Poirier said he favors Connor because he thinks Chandler's a little too too hittable. Yeah. He also said it depends on what version, like he said, like yeah. Paul said, yeah. what version of Connor comes back. Like, is it going to be the one that obviously manages distance and, you know, 
quick karate style Connor. Yeah. And if Chandler, like like you said, Chandler gets hit. I mean, Chandler got dropped by Tony Ferguson, who's. Yeah. You think you know, karate stance Chandler has a or Connor has a better <laughs> chance than than boxing stance Connor? I just think he's got to be moving in and out. Chandler, first of all, going back to that Ferguson fight, that was one of the most explosive takedowns I've seen Chandler uh, taking down Ferguson. You yeah. know, I feel like yeah. McGregor has to be lighter he did, on his Yeah, feet. I remember that. He yeah. did. Yeah. He ran across the cage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, nah. I, I've, um, you know, I know Poirier's a really good striker, but I did feel like in that first round, McGregor's, like, he looked lazier. Like, it looked like he was getting hit on the chin a lot more, which concerns me. The The Poirier, yeah. The third third fight with Poirier. Um, The second one, same, but he got his leg beat up before, so it's hard to... I mean, he won the first round versus Poirier. Yeah, for sure. That third fight, I think he just came in thinking that he might just be able to just go right through him. He wanted to go back to, like, Karate McGregor. He was throwing the spin kicks, and he's like, wait, these didn't work? I I did, like, five in a row, and (laughs) I was like, fuck. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, yeah. Um, but I, I can see McGregor winning like with a like a clean left Dude, left hook left or something like street. that. I'm yeah, a left down I think street. yeah yeah that's um, even moving backwards too. He's Boy, dangerous. Poirier said something. I can't remember what I was about to bring up. Oh, I'm knock on so much wood right now though. <laughs> so nervous. I'm already nervous right now. I, my heart gets every time I talk about it, my heart starts racing <laughs> a little bit. But yeah, I Poirier said something else that I want to bring up. I can't if I think of it later. He I said it was about. tough. His children edition. No, that, is <laughs> that was a really. Uh, you see, Michael Johnson yeah, Michael retweeted. Johnson, that was Michael great. Johnson th- went in there. That was hilarious. Oh yeah. I love, I love Mike Michael Johnson. Uh, and it's funny because he owns Dustin Poirier forever. Um, and Poirier retweeted it. Yeah, but yeah. that's that's what made it even better. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, are we uh, any any other additional comments Dude, about this? Connor's the goat. I don't care. It doesn't <laughs> matter. Pound for pound, pound number for one. Number one. Always, that's all I have to say. Always. Um, yeah, we can move on. All righty. <laughs> um, so, yeah, now on uh, Saturday, we have ourselves, did I believe they said, was it the first time ever they said we got number one versus number two mm-hmm. pound for pound That's going crazy. at it, That's which is so weird cool. to think about. I feel like it would have happened. That would happen at least once, but I guess yeah. it has not. Uh, yeah, UFC but 284 I, I, in I Perth. Guess, I guess when you have number one pound, number two pound for pound, they can't really be in the same weight division so yeah it would take yeah. something like this where yeah. guys going up no I, I i still feel like that should at least happen once which is weird but um yeah it ha- has not happened obviously mm-hmm. so yeah saturday ufc 284 in uh perth australia main event makachev versus volkanovsky um yeah where do we uh where do we want to begin on this any uh i would say i'd like to start you know in the prelims, early prelims, you know, there's a fighter in there that I want to talk about, but there's nobody. Honestly, there's yeah. there's no one who I just a lot of Australia, a lot of uh, islanders, lot of yeah. Pacific Islanders yeah, for sure, um, for sure. I mean, what? the main event of the prelims, you got Tyson Pedro, who's um, he's um, a teammate of Adesanya and Volkanovski, I believe. He's I remember he has um, he had a nice first round knockout, but yeah, not a lot of big names. But like we say, some of like those are always sometimes the sleeper yeah. cards. So. I think the fact that they have so many Australians and Islanders, obviously, and it's the first time they've been in Australia since. I was going to say, like, there's a lot of a lot of hometown Australians, yeah. and they haven't ever been here, so you know they're going to want to put on a show yeah. for their fans. So, so that yeah, that'll definitely help out the card. But in terms of name value, we are definitely lacking. Yeah, not the greatest, but um, yeah, we will see. So I guess we get right into the. Uh, oh, bless you. Thanks, pal. <laughs> right Sorry. into the uh, <laughs> right into the main card, I guess. Um, yeah, we got Jimmy Crute. Um, he is I I don't, I don't is he ranked? I actually don't know if he's ranked. Uh, yeah, he's ranked number twelve in the light heavyweight division. Still young, still twenty six. Yeah, he's wow. fought two hundred five Crute. He's fought. You ever seen that Twitter page? No, two hundred thirty one pound. Oh Crute. my god, that page is great. Yeah. I I follow that guy. He's yeah. hilarious. But uh, no worthy fact about Jimmy Crute. He's got eight fights in the UFC if you count the contender series fight mm-hmm. and seven of them have finished in the first round and then the other one is a third round submission so i uh i want to say with jimmy crew being out there we're in for a, a quick fight mm-hmm. because the guy he's fighting alonzo manyfield is coming off two first round knockout victories himself atomic i like his nickname that's his nickname alonzo atomic? atomic that's cool yeah but uh yeah so these two guys look to uh get in and out pretty quickly um yeah, you got your job. I'll go with Crute on this one. Younger guy by nine years. Even though he's coming off two losses, he's not going to want to lose in front of his home crowd. 
They're yeah. also good fighters. We lost you. I mean, He's, Smith yeah. and Jamal Hill. Yeah. Losing to Jamal Hill and Anthony Smith is no shame. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, I mean, that fake champ. And he was, probably 23, he was probably 24, 25 when he fought those That's guys true. as well. I mean, he was young. I mean, yeah, it's been a while since he's fought. Over 12 months since he's fought Jamal Hill. Well, against Anthony Smith, actually, he didn't. I mean, he lost, but he didn't actually. Like, yeah, leg injury. That was a gruesome I remember leg. that, yeah. Uh, that was on the Jorge Masvidal card. Yeah, I remember when, when, when he, he got. Slept by Usman. Yeah, yeah, when he couldn't stand up. Yeah, that was much, that know. was brutal. Yeah, um, um, but yeah, I'll yeah. be going for for old Jimmy Croup. What? Yeah, you have a prediction, uh, buddy. Sorry. Um, via <laughs> via. Uh, uh, I'm gonna say KO. Uh, first round, first round KO. Okay, I'm gonna get him out of there. Yeah, I'm gonna go first round submission. All right. I think it's gonna be quick. I think they're just gonna. Then they're gonna come out and they're gonna swang and bang as Tuivasa would 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 say. <laughs> they should have got. Why didn't they get Tuivasa for this card? Man. Well, he th- he should have waited for this card. He Maybe. he came back way too quick. He did. I don't know why they. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't have went in there versus Sergey Pavlovich. I would have. No, passed he he came back way too quickly. Yeah. He should. They should have literally saved. That would have been great if he was on this card as well. That would be great. Yeah. I mean, if he fought. Pavlovich, maybe not great result for him, but uh, <laughs> at least it would have been a good fight. It would have been, a, yeah, it would have been another big name yeah. to add to the card. Um, what are you feeling, Paul? Yeah, you... I mean, I don't know too much about the first three fights in this card, but I mean, just from hearing what you guys have been saying, I'd go Jimmy Crew, yeah. uh, probably first round finish, whether it's submission or yeah. knockout. I can, I can rock with that. Yeah. Hoping, hoping for a first yeah, round. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, Jimmy Crew can get back. The thing is, he could still turn the ship around. He's twenty six, like mm-hmm. you said. Oh, he's yeah, got yeah, plenty, plenty of time. He's got plenty of time, and like we said, plenty of time. No, uh, got... no disrespect. To <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect to the light heavyweight division, but like it's the one division that there's like you know, it's not like yeah. super super exactly. stacked. Yeah, I you feel. can always find your way to the top of that division. Yeah, I mean number twelve. So yeah, we got what first round KO, first round mm-hmm. sub. All um, right, yeah. moving on. Go to uh, our next event on the card. Our next fight on the card. We have Justin Taffa taking on Parker Porter at heavyweight. Two big big boys. Uh, Justin Taffa two and three in his last five. Parker Porter two or three and two in his last five. Uh, nearly even money on this one. Um, Justin Taffa eight years the younger man, mm-hmm. twenty nine years of age. Parker Porter thirty seven. Can't say I've ever seen Parker Porter fight. Um, who did he fight in his last bout? He lost to Jalton Almeida, which is a name I recognize. Uh, he's fifteen and two. He's a good fighter. Justin Taffa, his last win was 12 months ago versus Harry Hunsucker, which sounds like a made-up name, honestly. Um, <laughs> I remember that fight. Um, but I don't know. Uh, what are you feeling on this fight, PJ? Uh, you feeling a little... You think the Aussies are going to keep it going, or you think Parker Porter gets the upset for the Americans? Yeah. Um, Parker Porter is just like, if you just look at the picture right here, like he is just... <laughs> he might be the widest dude I've ever seen. Like he, he, He's actually such... Yeah. Now, I'm not calling him fat. Like he's just like the widest yeah, human yeah. being I think I've ever seen. That's he, a wide base. He is a uh, absolute unit. Good wrestling base. He does, but um, Tafa is obviously coming off the first round KO. I'm going to go Tafa by UD. I'm going to go Tafa by KO. KO f- first round again. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. I'm oh. feeling it. Both these guys. I mean, like we're off to a. Uh, Fighter like a card of the year. Start. I don't know. I gotta make this. <laughs> fight. I, I gotta make this fight sound. This no, card I, I, sound I like exciting. it. I like it. I, I gotta like make it. this card sound. Exciting. I actually I feel it because I've been talking so much BS about it for like the last uh, three weeks about how terrible I think it might be that I think these fighters are just gonna try yeah. to then shove yeah, it right I mean, up my. At, you know, at this point it can't like underperform because yeah. there's no <laughs> expectations yeah, that, for that, it. That, that's that a great true. point. Uh, yeah. You think he's gonna knock out Porter? Like he's, yeah. he's gonna knock out that dude. Like how? Uh, <laughs> Justin Toff is a big boy himself. He is. Look at nah, he's I'm, just I'm, I'm, I'm just playing. I, I, I like it. So you got first round TKO for yeah. Toffa. I, I got, mean, Toffa's riding a one fight win streak, man. He is. He's hot. <laughs> he's hot. <laughs> now I'm going to go uh, him by UD. All right. Yeah, we're sticking with the Aussies through two fights. Now we can move on to a fight that could probably headline a, a, an early prelim. But it's somehow the third fight from the top on this card. <laughs> Don't understand how, but it's our boy Randy Brown taking on Jack Dellen Madalena. Mod- Mod- I don't know how you pronounce yeah, that. Sounds right. Della, yeah. Della Madalena. Della Mala. Yeah, you, I'll, let you, <laughs> I'll let you handle that one. Go ahead, pal. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Jack Mella Della. Now you're <laughs> yeah. making me mess, you're making me mess up. Uh, Jack Della Madalena versus Randy Brown. I actually like Randy Brown a lot. He's 
got a good personality and an interesting. He's six foot three, one seventy, which is interesting. I mean, he's that's a, that's very very tall for one hundred and seventy pounds. Six three, one hundred and seventy. Um, but uh, like I said, Jack Della Maddalena, he's one of the up and coming prospects in the UFC. Obviously, he'll be the hometown favorite. He's riding, I believe, a thirteen fight win streak. Ooh. Um, four and zero in the UFC, um, three first round knockouts and a unanimous decision. Fuck. Um, he's yeah, gonna be obviously heavily cheered for in this fight. Um, awesome. What do you What do you got here? I mean, damn. I mean, it's. I mean, Randy Brown no slouch himself coming off four straight wins, but I did not realize how good uh, JDM is. I will say that JDM. Yeah. Um, and he's quite the young man, twenty six years of age. Obviously, Randy Brown, Randy Brown being 6'3", will likely create some sort of problems, you would think. But I'm going to stick with the uh, the betting favorite on this one, not try to get too crazy now. And I'll go with Jack Madalena. Um, <laughs> I had to really think about that. Uh, I'll take him by decision. I think Randy Brown can last the whole time, but I'll take him by UD. Okay, okay. Um, I... Uh, no, go ahead. It? no, it's all you, all you. You guys are after. just so nice to each other. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I might let my bias get in the way of this one. I like, I do like Randy Brown a lot. Like, he, like you said, six. I mean, he's got a four-inch um, height advantage, five-inch reach advantage. Mm-hmm. I think that might um, that might be a factor because I remember watching uh, Randy Brown fight Chaos Williams, and it was a close fight, but they both have like very similar uh, similar builds and fighting styles. And Randy Brown's really good at keeping the distance. Mm-hmm. And uh, using those light kicks, so you know what? I'm actually, I'm gonna throw a little curveball in here. I like, uh, I like Randy Brown. I wouldn't mind it. By second round submission. Oh, I'm gonna go him by sub. I think he's gonna. I think he might catch him, and I think I think he's gonna jump right on his back. I think he's gonna. I like that. I I think the first Aussie of the main card is gonna go down. I think it's gonna be a shocker because obviously I think everyone thinks. Della Maddalena is going to rock wouldn't, through. I would not mind that whatsoever. I just want to see Randy Brown get, get on the mic afterwards as well. <laughs> I, I like him. I, I like how, uh, I'm forgetting the word, uh, how often Jack fights. I feel like I the three first-round TKOs in a row, mm-hmm. I'm going to go Jack by TKO over Randy Brown. I don't know when. I just feel like it's going to happen. I feel yeah. that. I like that as well. I did not. You pointed out something I didn't really, really notice. He does fight about every three it, months. Three fights in 2022, at least from what I saw. Yeah, I mean, nice. when you when, when you knock somebody out in three minutes every time, I mean, <laughs> you're not taking much damage. Not taking too much wear and tear. So I mean, yeah. yeah. But uh, it's gonna be tough to reach the targets versus Randy Brown, him being the much taller man with a longer reach. But we will see what happens. Now we can actually talk about some fights that should be on a pay per view main card. Uh, <laughs> starting off with our co main event for the UFC interim featherweight championship, Yair Rodriguez taking on Josh Emmett. At 145 pounds, um, PJ, what are you feeling for this one? How you? Um, I mean, Josh Emmett is obviously one of the hardest hitting 145ers um, in the uh, division. He is not the most exciting, um, as you know. I think you mentioned a couple of times. Not, not like you know, he's kind of like a like who am I thinking? Uh, like Low key, like a Derek Lewis type guy, because he just like he doesn't throw a. a I feel like he doesn't throw a crap ton of output, nah. but when he lands, he lands. So, oh yeah, he he's ginormous. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's a massive. He's like in terms he has of just such being a, a lame. Unit. He has such a lame face for like <laughs> that body that body that he has. Yeah, like no. he's all tatted up. Oh, he, he's kind of scary. Ginormous. Though, not, not and he is just looks like, like a forty-five-year-old yeah, father that like works at an reg- office. Yeah, he looks like a regular ass dude. <laughs> yeah. but I don't know. Fair enough. But then we got Yair. Obviously, Yair is one of the more. Uh, yeah, um, more what's the word? Entertaining strikers yeah. at featherweight coming off of the you know kind of kind of controversial win versus Ortega, considering oh. Ortega you know tore that shoulder. Yeah. Wins a win, huh? Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I wanted he, Yair. Oh, I guess I, I also I don't, I don't gave him the first round. I felt like he had won the first. He round. He was ahead for sure. It was just unfortunate yeah. that yeah. he couldn't uh, yeah. display. Yeah, <laughs> and then um, and I remember in the apex he fought Max Holloway. <laughs> I think he, uh, in the Apex, he fought Max Holloway, and it was one of the closest, like, 50-45s I've ever seen. Because, like, yeah. Yair was hitting Max, and like, but Max was just a little, just just a tad better, mm-hmm. obviously. So, uh, I don't know. So, what are you feeling? 
Yeah, I mean, you, you can go first. Uh, you, know, you, you can well, go first for my once. Prediction, my prediction. <laughs> you always make me predict first. Uh, you know, I like to, I don't know, sometimes I need your help. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I need no help on this one, that's for sure. I mean, if there's a Mexican on the card, guess who I'm going to go for? The Mexican. <laughs> um, yeah, but I'll be going for Yair. Um, why do I think he'll win? Uh, he's just crazy style. Hit you some weird angles. He's going to have a, more of an output, definitely more of an output than Calvin Cater was having. Um, Calvin Cater arguably won his fight versus Josh Emmett, but which really didn't help him out was his lack of output. He was scared of getting hit yeah. by that overhand right. Rightfully so. Um, Josh Emmett, big scary dude, as we said. But, you know, Yair has that Mexican heart. He's not going to care what's coming back at him. He'll give one. That's, he'll take one to give one. And uh, I just think um, the output, I'll say fourth, Fourth round? Nah, do I actually think he'll knock him out? Mm, yeah, sure. Fourth round KO. Okay. Yeah. Wow. All right. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I uh, I was contemplating a late KO or just a decision. Decision, but I'm gonna go. Yeah, you're by uh, UD. I just think I don't know. Emmett's kind of got a wide neck. So <laughs> he might. I think he's gonna take. I think yeah, you're gonna kick. hit him hard. Oh yeah. A couple times. But I I think Emmett will sit there and stay. I could see like a 49, 46, you know, 48, yeah, 47 yeah. type. But, uh, yeah, you definitely needs to deal. watch himself. He sometimes he gets cracked and he does he cracks. Him yeah, and, he does. I mean, well, he, just like you were saying, if he's gonna give one to take one, I almost want to lean more towards Emmett yeah. just because the overhands. But I feel like if Yari fights smart and he just you know he's got like he can use the legs, he can yeah. use his elbows, and he can. I feel like leg kicks gonna be a massive. That's exactly massive part exactly. for Yari's yeah. success and um, elbows too. I think because yeah. Calvin Cater cut Emmett up pretty badly in the yeah, fight. He did. If he can cut him up again, that that'll be. Yeah, I have I have Yari. I was gonna say forty nine, forty six. You didn't have this decision. I think I think one, two, four, and five. <laughs> wow, <laughs> he's, he's calling rounds wow. over here. <laughs> wow, that is very precise. That is if that cool. happens, they you might be back. You're yeah. back. You're back. Again. But, he's uh, like one, two, four, five. <laughs> wow, that might be the first time anyone's ever predicted. I, I, I like it though. I like, I like it. it. So, yeah. No, I like We're it. all rocking with Yair here. That's crazy. How do you even come to that conclusion? I think, I think he coasts three. I think he wins the first two. You know, he, he settles himself in the three. Emmett lands more shots, lowers his output, comes back four and five, Ooh. takes care of business. I That's like fair. that. That's I like fair. that. So, all yeah. So we're all rocking with Yair here. Yeah, but come now, on. <laughs> now, uh, now on to the main event. As we mentioned, obviously number one pound for pound, the hometown boy Alexander the Great Volkanovski versus number two pound for pound Islam Makachev. Makachev. They say every. They say both. they do always say. It. I think it, I want to. I I don't even know. Actually. I pronounce the John Anikwe. He usually he knows. I say he says Makachev. Makachev. Yeah, that sounds. That does sound. Wow. That sounds yeah. like more of a fighter. Yeah. Not gonna lie. But uh, yeah, we got that. Um, I think both fighters are on a 12. No, what are they? They're one's both 12, one's 13. I'm pretty is sure. Is it? Yeah. So they're both on massive, uh, win streaks. Makachev lost once in the UFC. Volk still undefeated in the, in the UFC. Um, yeah, I don't know. What are we, what are we thinking here? I think people are counting out Volk way too quickly. If I'm being completely honest here. Can I just say, I, Volk's reach is so deceiving because he yeah. has the reach advantage he in this does, fight, which is so weird. Mike. My concern was that he was going to have to, you know, stay too much within Islam's takedown range. Yeah. The fact that he's got the reach advantage makes me yeah. a little bit more confident. With I know. This. I'm like, I like when the fight first got announced. I literally right off the top of my head I was like, Mak like yeah. Makachev. No, like no <laughs> doubt about it. And like the more I watch, like you know, the two guys fight. I mean, obviously they're both getting they're both getting better with age, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I think people are counting out Volk a little too quickly here in this in in this fight. And like you said, reach advantage that should be. Should be yeah, a uh, big factor. And now Volk's got to cut. He doesn't have to get, like, there's 10 less pounds he's got to cut. Maybe that'll help his uh, yeah. cardio a little bit. I don't he's know. He's had a good gas tank. No, he has, but, I mean, now he's got a little yeah. bit more for sure. Um, the other thing I've, I noticed is uh, his wrestling coach or grappling coach is Paul Craig, who's 205. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people are worried about the strength coming in from Islam. Yeah. But, I mean, if he's, it's not like Paul Craig was just invited for this camp. This yeah. is something he's been doing. And I feel yeah. like that'll help him at least, you know, get yeah. adjusted yeah. to that. And So, um, you know, I'll get to my pre I, I'll get to my <laughs> prediction here. Um, while I really feel like Volk's got a way better chance than people give him, I don't. I don't have the. Uh, I don't have the nuts yeah. to say <laughs> to say that he's gonna that he's gonna win. I'm gonna go. Um, I haven't even thought about how he's. I mean, I, I know how he's probably going to win. I'm gonna go. Uh, 
I don't. The thing is, I just don't see Volk getting finished. It's so weird to like picture Volk getting it, finished here. After the Ortega fight, I'm, I'm really struggling to see him getting submitted. Like that's yeah. it, the thing is, Islam's just way stronger. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're absolutely right. Islam just man. I mean, he could probably. I see him videos of him manhandling dudes that look like they're yeah. fifty pounds heavier than him, and they're <laughs> he's I mean, just insanely strong. I'm gonna go Islam by. I'm gonna go fourth round submission. I think. Okay. I think I think it's gonna be a very close fight up until that point, though. Like you I think, I think so? it might be like. Two two, maybe three one. I think Volk's gonna win a round for sure. I, I don't know what round, but I think he'll win a round in this fight. At least one round in, in this fight. But yeah, I'm gonna go Makachev fourth round submission, and he will take over the number one pound for pound. I like that. I like that fourth round. Yeah. Does it make it to four? That's my question. I, he might I'm, not. I'm gonna go Islam. He definitely has more ways to win, and Volkanovski has. Pretty much one way to win, in my opinion, because I don't think you can knock him out. Submission? And you can't submit him. <laughs> he has to win a decision, which means somehow. He could. I mean, I. Yeah. No, most likely he would go to a decision. He, he, he can't could. He can't knock out 145-pounders. He's no, not going right. to knock out. His no, you're yeah. right. But I mean, you never know. Dude, everyone's never got a puncher's know. chance. You never, well, you never and Ortega, know. Korean Zombie, and Holloway are not people that usually get knocked out, though. Like, that's they're awesome. all yeah. they're all people with well known chins. That's a, that, that is a fair point. But Islam, at the same time, he's only been knocked out yeah. once. And mm-hmm. It was yeah. brutal. <laughs> a long time ago. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Islam, and I can't decide if I want to go second or third round submission because honestly, just. I think I'm really trying to build a case for Volk. Rightfully so. I mean, he's number one pound for pound. He's convinced me a little more than yeah. I was going to originally say, like, yeah, like, first, second round sub. But now I'm gonna go, I'm, I'm giving him his respect. You give him the four. He said he's going to win a round. Do I think I'll win a round? <laughs> I'll go third round submission, Islam. Had an, had an arm trying You know what going to be? This is going to be, this is gonna be kind of like a... Uh, like Khabib versus Connor, you know, Islam's going to take the first two, and then uh, it's going to be stand and bang all third round, and Volk's going to scrap it out, and then Islam's going to be like, all right, en- enough yeah. of that. He's going to choke him out in the fourth round. He did, so say, wait, he did say he wants to knock him out. He did say that. He said that versus... They say that but a they lot. Always, they they always, they always, yeah. Those Dagestani say that show. He said that versus Charles. Yeah. He said that so everyone doesn't have to be like, oh, great, we're going to watch a wrestling yeah. match. It was for the... The marketing. Wait. So, what do you what do you I'm have? I'm going third round submission. Third round sub. Head okay. head and arm triangle. I think same same Charles Oliveira. That fight that didn't happen. Just to be a little bit different. I mean, I I want Volk to win, so I'm, I'm I I think Islam wins, but I like, I hate this. I think if it goes to decision, I think it's Volk, but I think if it's anything within the within the distance, it has to be Islam. I'm hoping it has to be Islam. If it goes to decision. I would definitely be more inclined I mean, to say Volkanovski. Right. I mean, unless unless he is, you know, he's he finds himself on his back all five rounds. But watching Volkanovski's speed when he boxes, man, he's there's, very no, quick. there's no way Islam can keep up with that speed. But Islam can take him down, keep him on his back for five minutes, the round's over. That's, That's really all But here's another thing, though. Like, Volk's four inches short. Like, he's got to, Islam's yeah. got to really reach down. Yeah, Lower gonna, man wins. Lower it, man wins. And like we said, Volk is absurdly quick. So, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be tough for, um, I, Islam to take him down. Yeah, I think. I am very, Tougher than I think it would be for him to take down Charles yeah, just because. Definitely not going to be able to shoot a double leg. That like That's just way yeah. too low. He's going to have to you know, go the Khabib route, get him against the fence, yeah. just shoot imagine? on him, just grind and see if you can get him out. Uppercut finish by Volk as Islam shoots like his first takedown. Dude, That'd be absurd. That. I'd I would, lose my mind. I'd pay to see that happen. Oh, my God. But, um, uh, you guys are making me uh, <laughs> question my No, I, I, I'm not questioning my prediction. I just, yeah. I'm just i trying to think of an outcome where I can root for Volk. So yeah. What was your, what was I, your prediction? I would, say, <laughs> I would say it's Islam by submission. I don't know when. But I just—it's so hard for me to say that as a McGregor fan, not the biggest fan of the, the Dagestan <laughs> yeah, UFC fighters. I'm not either, but you know—it's the smart man's bet would be Islam, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we all got Islam by sub. Got yeah. three, Shoot. four, and whenever. <laughs> yeah. Um, some point, sometime. It's hard, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to go against Islam, man. Hard to ever go against the Dagestani for that matter. They're so tough. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hopefully this card delivers, because you know we. Uh, we didn't do a great job of uh, promoting this card ourselves. <laughs> Dana would not be happy with us. But, um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I said it might be exciting. I, I predicted an exciting five fights. Oh, you did? I mean, yeah. the car, if the card goes based on how you predicted, I think yeah. we're in for a great card. That's for Only sure. Only one decision. But, uh, yeah. it was, uh, I don't know, man. I'm still disappointed. Um, we were supposed to get Robert Whitaker versus Paulo Costa on this card. That would be awesome. Which would have helped it. But he didn't. Um, so we'll see how it goes. It's really a shame that we're not getting we're not getting Tuivasa, Whitaker, or uh, 
Adesanya on this card. Yeah. I mean, those are like the three biggest Aussies na- yeah. by 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 name at least. Yeah. It maybe Volk's bigger than. Uh, Have you uh, rewatched Adesanya versus Pereira recently? I not recently. You should watch it. Why? Because I, as I texted you yesterday, I'm 100 percent confident Alex is gonna knock him out now. I mean, I never <laughs> said that. I never said that's not gonna happen. Uh, well, I don't want to make a long, but. What does Israel do like in the next fight? I don't. I was talking to you about it at yeah, work. Yeah, I don't. What, what does he get better at? Like yeah. it's, it's. I mean, uh, it's not a matter of getting better. It's just. A ma- I, here's the thing. Like, like I mean, he was going to win that fight if he didn't get knocked out. Yeah. It's yeah. just like it's just a matter of can he go 25 minutes without getting getting tapped? <laughs> Literally tapped. Literally like, tapped, <laughs> tapped by the left hook. <laughs> like the one time you can use the word tap and not mean on yeah. the ground is just Pereira just yeah, tapping. Yeah, because yeah. if you. I think Israel might incorporate a little more uh, no, clinch, wrestling. He grab. might clinch. I mean, I don't know about clinch. If he goes in the, I mean, I guess maybe. I know because he was losing the clinch most of the time. Yeah, I think he might want to go for a couple takedowns. Yeah, he's but just we're not going to forget that for, he was that close for a first round sub. Don't forget if that happens, I'm never going to let you hear the end of that. Opening. If he knocks him out <laughs> in, the, in the, yeah, if he if he gets, like I think Adesanya is going to win like by decision if he if he wins. But if he knocks him out, you're never going to hear the other <laughs> I, I hope you know that. I'm going to facetime you right after that. <laughs> I'll probably be with you, pal, because I'll be 21 at that oh, point. Oh, I forgot yeah. about that. Never mind. Looks like we'll be fighting each other. <laughs> How far are we out? Are we still five, we're a little like four or five weeks out from uh, the big day, big 21st? I don't know. Yeah. You, man. You excited? I grew up so fast. What? Bro. I knew you when you were 20, and now you're turning 21. <laughs> you suck, man. <laughs> um, um, but either way, uh, yeah, I'm glad I got to fulfill this kid's dreams. I got him on the split decision <laughs> pod today. We booked you. Um, I don't know. Anything yeah. else we want to talk about before we head off? I don't have any other any words besides the Mac. The Mac is back. The Mac is back. Uh, I just want to thank you guys. Uh, really fun. Had a great course. time. I appreciate you, Rowan, for letting me know about it. And I appreciate you, PJ. Yeah. Uh, uh, thank uh, thank you fun. as well for joining us. Yeah, of I course. Was, it's always more fun when it I is, only don't have to talk to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I get sick of him at work, so I can't imagine. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I'm excited, yeah. Where you, just remember where you guys would be without me. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, thanks for everybody for tuning in today. I hope you guys enjoyed. Go ahead, go ahead and check out UFC 285 this weekend, but more importantly, go check out the Split Decision Pod on Instagram and Pod Split Des Dec on Twitter. And uh, yeah, um, thanks again. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, IUS TV. And we will see you guys at the see top. You at Paul, the top. give us a give us a, give us a little see you at the top. We'll see you at the top. <laughs>